This is Among the Stacks, produced by the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. The podcast where you learn what we're reading and recommending in the library news. Hello and welcome to Among the Stacks. This is Amanda. And this is Jamie. And we're sitting very close together. We're excited to be here today. And we've got lots to share with you. Books we're reading. And places we're going and programs we're fixing to start doing so yay yay we're happy tomorrow me and jamie are going to the nicely center in bowling green we're Mm -hmm. going to go to the kentucky history and genealogy conference yay i'm so excited it's gonna be really really good it's gonna be really fun i've always like just loved genealogy i talked a little bit about it last episode um and then you've kind of really gotten into it i just uh, way more recently than you got interested in doing genealogy and have found out lots of cool things like nobody in my family is from around here as far as I knew but I have found several ancestors that were in uh, Barron County and in Bardstown and somewhere else up there but but yeah so they made Kentucky I'd, their home I had no idea yeah. You're just a little Cali girl thinking, I'll just land here in Kentucky, but somebody did before you that was yeah. part of your blood. And here I am back. And here you are back. <laughs> yeah, my family, they came from like England, Scotland, Ireland area. They came over to Maryland, then went down to South Carolina, then up to Virginia, and then they came over to Kentucky. So yeah. that's kind of my little avenue. Well, we've we've been all over the place, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, we were here before. Yeah. We're East Coast kids, I guess, and you're, I guess. The, and you're, the, you're just all over. <laughs> all over. <laughs> well, we're excited to see all that they've got to show us this weekend, and we're going to learn lots. And I'm hoping that after we've learned some of this, we've got time to make some really good plans. We'll start integrating our genealogy programs back to the library for the public. Yes, yes, that'll be that'll be really good because lots of people need help finding out their ancestors and uh, details about you know where they came from yeah and just today I had somebody uh, call they were up from northern Kentucky looking for an obituary for two people here in Scottsville so I mean we we get questions and questions and inquiries like that all the time yes and so it's just good to be able to practice what we're learning yes it'll be great all right so program wise what have you got coming up Jamie in September uh, Chelsea and I are going to um, revisit the idea of a knit crochet club. Or, well, really, it's not just knit and crochet anymore. And we're going to call it strings and things because we're going to be doing other kinds of crafts as well. Right. Uh, but the thing we're going to start with will be knit or crochet. And it's those uh, Swiffer covers. Okay. Uh, so you can just uh, make your own covers and wash them instead of keeping on buying those uh, those pad things. We're trying to, we're trying to uh, improve our carbon footprint. Exactly. Gotcha. Reduce, reuse, recycle. That's wonderful. I love that. So that that starts soon. I know when we did the loose ends, it was really popular, it, and then it kind of died off a little bit. Yes. So yes. we're hoping that we get to build that community well, back up. I think with adding a few different kinds of things, it yeah. will help because you know different people that want to learn different kinds of crafts can then come too, not yeah. just knitting and crocheting. I love so. it. Yeah. Wonderful. My programs are fixing to start. I've got. 
Maybe five. You're going to be so busy. I think I'm going to have five to six programs a week going on. Mm -hmm. So with that going on and then just regular planning to get those programs prepared. And I also help, you know, manage the Facebook page, our (laughs) social media, our website. I do all the ads and marketing. I'm like, okay. Okay, okay. We know you do a lot. I do a lot. (laughs) But I love it. I'd rather be busy than not. So, um, but we are starting that soon. Um, We'll start our first programs beginning the first full week in September. And we're going to have pre-K story hours, at least one toddler time a week. And then we're also going to... The homeschool? The homeschool program. I almost forgot my babies. The homeschool program, too. So we're going to start registration for all those programs the week prior to the events. Um, We have seen in the past where people want to try to pre-register weeks in advance, and that's kind of filling up slots where people who don't normally get to come might want to, you know, visit us, and they – it's just – it can just be a problem. Yeah. So I would just rather open it up a week before, and if you get in, you get in, and if you don't, try again later. (laughs) I mean, that's as best as I can do. Yes. So that starts the first week of September, so – Yes. Keep an eye out on our Facebook page, uh, and then you'll be able to call and register at the front desk. Yes. Okay. Oh, at the end of this month, Delonda and I are going to some kind of conference too, right? What is that? Is it something to do with Atrium? Oh, yes, yes. Atrium is our software that we use to check people in and out and do all of the background business library stuff. Yes. So so they're going to be learning. That's for our uh, computer uh, database system, so we can uh, learn to serve our customers so much better that's great so that's our plan and chelsea said she may have the opportunity to go to eastern kentucky to teach some librarians over there had a catalog oh, that's right Isn't because that they're great? getting a lot of donations because they had their um that it was because of the flooding. the flooding yes so she's going to go and help them get a lot and we're going to take some books over there as well i love it yes our girl doing big things yes she's our girl wonderful all right well enough talking about all of that we've got some books to share and i think jamie you've got your book already ready to talk about so i'll let you go first okay um all right well then i will uh i like Sometimes to uh, read, because I listen to books, I like to read books by uh, British authors because I love listening to the accents. Um, Irish, British, Scottish, they're all, you know, a lot of times if it's a British author, there will be all these characters with different uh, kinds of accents. And so I was listening to this one called Local Gone Missing. Okay. And, you know, we started this, there's this, is there one called this, Girl Gone? It's local Lo- woman, local okay. woman missing. That's what I was going to say. Confusing. All of us started kind of listening to this this particular genre with local woman missing, and then we, you know, anyway, I came upon this one, and I was like, man, that sounds familiar. But no, it's different. It's Local Gone Missing. It's by Fiona Barton. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really great book, and I, I drank tea. While I was listening to it. Yay. Yes, because I had to have some tea because all the characters were drinking tea. So, um, yes. And then uh, the one that I was telling you about just a minute ago is called The Wrong Family, and it's by Taryn Fisher. And um, so this book, The Wrong Family, has a very twisty mystery. 
and uh, it's a it's a great story. It's about a retired therapist, and she uh, she's living with this family, and she sees some things that she thinks need to be fixed in their relationships, but she doesn't want to get involved. And that's all I can say because otherwise I will spoil things. But it's a very good book, and. Um, this therapist has her own secrets that uh, I'm not going to tell you. So there's that. Awesome. <laughs> what? You, got, you want to go do again? Okay. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go. We're sharing a mic, so we're trying to go back and forth. Um, but let me look up mine real fast. I'm currently reading, and I think most of the world has already read this. I don't think you have, though. The Book Woman of Troublesome Creek. Oh, I have not. She has not. It's probably not her cup of tea. I'll tea again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tea. Mm-hmm. I, I spotted tea. tea. <laughs> um, but this is one that is set, coincidentally, at Troublesome Creek, which was the creek that just kind of flooded in eastern Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So where Chelsea's going. But this has been out for several years, I think. Uh, it's by Kim Michelle Richardson. And it's about the pack horse librarians in eastern Kentucky and the role that these women played in helping get these people educated because they're kind of just sequestered out in the middle of nowhere. It's hard to get to, especially back in those days when there wasn't vehicles around and they rode around on horse and buggies, which some of them still do. Even in our town, everywhere, there's still those that do that. But it's just a story of her life and all the troubles that she's facing. And on top of that, she is considered one of the blue people of Kentucky, which I think we've heard about. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she's just got a lot kind of against her when it comes to the color of her skin, the time period, her being a woman, um, her father being an older man who works in the coal mine industry, um, who's you know his health his health is failing because of the conditions that he's having to work in every day her mom has been passed on several years so she's like the one who takes care of everything at the house um lots of responsibilities on her shoulders but it's her father's you know main goal in life is i've got to get this my girl married so she's taken care of after i'm gone and you know that's just that mindset and i I mean it's still a mindset in a lot of people today that women can't be anything if they've not got a man attached to them you know what i mean it sure sounds like she's doing well taking care of herself she's doing great i mean everyone else right i mean she does get into a predicament where the you know the dad does get her married off this is just at the very beginning of the story it's not giving the whole thing away um and that turns into a tragic situation um i do think as i'm reading this that there is another love interest coming and um but he seems like a really good guy um i'm glad she's hopefully going to be taken care of not that she can't do it herself Uh, but because she is of this blue skin she's considered a colored person and in those in these times, especially during that, you know, segregation period and everything, her being blue is almost worse. I and mean, I've got my little fingers doing these things yeah. than being black. And she, they're just treated awful. It's just a really sad thing. And um, she's considered almost devil-like because of her blue skin. Wow. And she eventually is um, another situation arises where... They're trying to help her family, and the only way to help her family out of another predicament is to get her tested in Lexington because of everything to try to fix her because she's blue. 
But wasn't this, uh, wasn't the blue uh, people, it, it did have something to do with minerals or something like that, wasn't it? I haven't researched it enough, but in this case, like I need to research that actual I feel like it was something thing. about the area, but I'm, I'm not sure. And it may that. be, but I think that the family, as in this fictional book, this is a fictional yep. book, but yes. in this story, her family originated from France, and there was blues in France, too, that came over. Hmm. So I'm not sure, but in this story, she's the last of this blue kind, and that's part of her father's goal, too, is to keep this line going. Uh. But because she's blue, nobody wants anything to do with her. So it's like she's just a, a lost cause and everything going on around her. But she her, she's persevering. Like, she is just, a, like, I don't know, like, she's. She's going to overcome. She's going to overcome. Yeah, I really like her. Her name is Cussie. Um, I forget her last name, but her name's Cussie. Cussie Mary Carter. And the people call her Bluet because she's got the blue skin. But this takes place in the 30s, and she's called the Book Woman of Troublesome <laughs> Creek. There is a sequel to this set, and it's called The Book Woman's uh, Daughter. So I guess she has a kid. Um, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for that review. <laughs> All right. So I've just looked this up, and uh, just a real quick scan of this article says that the, in Kentucky, the blue people, at least one family, was noticeable for having, carry, for having been carriers of a genetic trait that led to a blood disorder, methem okay, I can't say the blood <laughs> disorder, but it is a disorder. So, which caused the appearance of the blue tinged skin. Yeah. So, anyway, it's a very interesting story. You can look that up on uh, on online and find out about it. Yeah, just in this book, it was just really talking about don't touch her because you'll get. A disease, you yeah, know, that's terrible. and all this, and it was—I mean, it is awful. Um, but that is that book. All right. Okay, um, I'm going to go ahead and talk about the last house on Needless Street. Okay. Okay. Uh, I was—I almost skipped it um, because I did want to talk about it, and then I was like, "No, nah, I don't want to talk about it because it's so weird." But it's also really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Um, the Last House on Needless Street, Katrina Ward. Um, the book starts out from the point of view of a cat, and this cat is very religious, and it keeps talking about uh, – she's talking about this guy that she lives with. She – I mean, she, you know, she talks like a human, and so it's from the point of view of her, and then there are these she's other – cat? Yeah. Okay. And then there are these other characters – and it's really hard to tell because one's a cat. You know that not all of this can possibly be real or true, <laughs> right? So, okay. so it's really hard to tell in this book which characters are really real and are telling the truth. Mm-hmm. So uh, that makes it really interesting for people who enjoy that kind of thing so uh anyway i enjoyed it i did really like it okay. uh mariah read it after i did and she kept asking me questions and gave giving me these funny looks <laughs> so i don't know how she felt about it but um i think she liked it all right but anyway i do recommend it uh but not if you uh feel crazy 
because it will make you feel crazy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you and y'all, yeah. you and Mariah are the cat ladies, so yeah. maybe yeah. y'all got something out of that. Right. So if you love cats, uh-huh, I can mm-hmm. think of, you know, one other that used to work here, Miss Joanne. Oh, she yes. She like it. Yes. Shout she out would. to Joanne if you're listening. Yeah, shout out, Joanne. <laughs> Call me. Call me. <laughs> My little British chicken. That's what yes. you said Joanne. She's she's wonderful, and we miss her. Yeah. Anything else you can talk about before I go? Uh, on? I'm going to talk about Aaron Craig, just for a minute. Okay. Uh, I read two books by this Aaron A. Craig, mm-hmm. The House of Salt and Sorrows, and Small Favors. Both of these books are very fairy taleish. Mm-hmm. They. They take place in different kinds of places and settings, but they both have that kind of magic feel mm-hmm. that that a lot of fairy tales have. And so I really enjoyed them. Uh, they they both have a lot of – they're pretty intense. Gotcha. Um, so it's a lot of feelings, but – but they're not exactly sad. But anyway, it's just magic. They're, and in the in small favors, these people live in a village where they've tied bells around all the at the edges where you're not supposed to go past these like bells uh huh into okay. the forest. And so it gave me the idea. I'm going to do that at my house and call my place the bells. <laughs> <laughs> you would. Yeah, because I I've always wanted to have a, a home that's named. So I'm just going to name it the bells, and I'm going to put bells all around it. So that's my new plan. Ooh, I yeah. Get you for you know, like your birthday mm-hmm. this year. Some bells. Bells. Yeah. You should be <laughs> or, <laughs> the librarian walking across the library with bells on their feet. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to have bells on me. I think it's just the the property. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Go. Okay. You go. All right, my last book, I'm moving the mic one more time. Um, This is called The Love of My Life by Rosie Walsh. And when I first started reading this, I was like, oh, this is going to be incredibly sad. And I don't think I need to keep reading this. But as one does, you don't listen to yourself and you keep going anyway. And I'm glad I did because it wasn't necessarily all I mean, there were there were sad parts of it, but it wasn't that tragic. Oh, this couple who is madly in love, like she has cancer, and I just immediately assume she's going to pass away of cancer. That's not how this ended. So there's you a little bit of a spoiler. Keep reading it. It's 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 a great book. Um, it's about this man and this woman, and her name is Emma, um, and her husband's name is Leo. They've been married for seven years. Um, she does have um, cancer that's been kind of, uh, my, what, what do you call it, when it's stagnant. It's like it's not even like developed into a full-blown case. They do scans periodically to see how it is. And it's been staying, you know, the level's low enough that they're not having to treat it or anything. <coughs> Excuse me. Leo is an obituary writer, which I think is really cool. And he has a column for this, you know, really big mag or newspaper where they uh, live and um, he is known for writing really eloquent and beautiful obituaries so I thought that was really neat but um, when his wife does get diagnosed with cancer he immediately 
starts thinking, I need to write her obituary. I mean, can you imagine having that burden? But like he wants to make sure it's perfect, too, at the same time. Um, But as things are going and life is progressing, um, Leo starts noticing just weird things that are going on with his wife. And he thinks that she's keeping something from him and almost sure that it's cancer related and she's just trying to keep the most tragic news away from him to keep him safe. And so he just has this urge to keep like digging further into her. And when he does, he finds some really big secrets that she has been keeping all her life. Her name's not really Emma. She has another past life. Um, And as he's digging further, he thinks there might be infidelity and all this going on. And um, not saying there is or there isn't, but she supposedly was supposed to have graduated from this university. He calls. She didn't. Why is she lying to him? And as you read it, you'll understand why. Um, It's really good. So there's a little bit of suspense, twisty stuff. There are some sad things in it. But at the end, I will say that it's not bad. Like, everybody's in a good place at the end and I think it's really worth your time to read um, The Love of My Life by Rosie Walsh yeah all right let's share the mic again friend okay well I did want to say that um, if you if you do start to read something and you find that it's not for you don't don't feel bad about stopping Mm -hmm. a book uh we you know life is too short to read bad books i said that this week did you i did uh well and me too do you remember i was telling you about this i started a book and i got 20 percent into this Mm audio book and i was like i do not care about this woman Mm -hmm. i don't care what happens to her i don't like her yeah so i just I returned it and yeah. started a new one. Yeah, because so. I even, like, borrowed a book from another library from Chelsea. And then, I was, of course, my son was sick last week, so I was yes. out. And I was going to try to give it a chance. But, I mean, I turned it in Monday, and I was like, Chelsea, life is too mm-hmm. short to read something that you just don't enjoy. Yep. So there's so many good books out there. So if you find a book that you just don't care for, don't feel guilty about putting it down because – You'll find something else that'll be worth picking up. So. Absolutely. All right. Good job, Jamie. Thanks. You too, Amanda. All right. <laughs> we will see you um, for more news and for more programs going on, more books to review on our next episode of Among the Stacks. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to Among the Stacks, a podcast produced by the staff of the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you Among the Stacks.